you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. Merry Christmas. We hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A special guest on set today, my dear friend, Vince. Good morning, Vince. Good morning, Doug. How are you, brother? I am well. How are you? Oh, I'm great. So I want you to know that you got Northeast Strong. We're uh, we're representing Strong here tonight. Uh, Vince is out of Buffalo, and uh, he was in the Marines, and uh, a lot of good things going on with Vince. He's going to be a missionary to our military. He's just wrapping up college, and man's got a great family, great things that are going on. But on this Christmas, we're going to skip some of the stuff. We want to hop right in and look at the book of Luke. We're going to be in chapter 2. I'm going to go ahead and read the first 20 verses. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Vince. We're going to talk about uh, our best Christmas. We're going to send our best wishes out to Kevin, who's usually with me this morning. And uh, Kevin is with his mom, and even as we speak, his mom is... Uh, real close to seeing heaven. So uh, I think that probably by Monday, they're talking about Monday or Tuesday, she should go home to be with the Lord. So Monday would be our Christmas day. So just think about Kevin, think about his family and say a prayer for them. And here we are, we find ourselves looking at the book of Luke chapter two, uh, verse number one. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus, that all the world should be taxed. Now, Vince, this is a cool thing. He's saying, you know, he's got the power where he's saying the whole world's going to be taxed. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I think this guy's a Democrat. I don't know. Oh, definitely. You. Yeah, he's he's definitely turning on the taxes here. And, and this taxing was first made with Serenius was the governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. So we get this idea that you got to go back to where you were from. So in, in Vince, in my case, I was born and raised in Connecticut. I'd have to go back to Connecticut. Vince, you were raised in Buffalo, right? Born yep. and raised in Buffalo, New York. He'd have to go back to Buffalo. And so you had to go back to your own city, the place of your birth, the place of your nativity. And, and Jesus also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was in the house in the lineage of David. To be taxed with his espoused wife, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. So she's expecting a child, and it's great uh, to have a child, to have God put a child uh, into a marriage, into uh, a wife, and uh, what a great blessing. And, and so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him at the end. So the holiday inn here, I mean, it's not good, Vince. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> nobody's got a place for the Savior to stay. Nobody wants him. And, you know, I was thinking about this and and I, I don't know how you feel about this, Vince, but it seems like Christmas time and stuff, the homeless people, all those different things. So you got someone coming back to a city that's your own city, but I have nobody back in Connecticut that I can go stay with. You know, I have nobody. So if I'm forced into this situation, obviously I'm in a place where I could rent a, uh, you know, a hotel or something like that. But here's a place that this, this is a real nuisance to them. Yeah. And, um, that word in there, I, I watched this uh, video the other day, and it's interesting. It's the uh, Greek word, um, k 
Ketamina, I believe. Yeah. And uh, it means uh, guest room. It's really, we, uh, growing up, we always thought it was like a hotel or an inn that you go in. But uh, it really is, like you said, you know, I, if I go home, I, I know I have someone that will take me in yeah. to their guest room. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, what a good point. There's things that are different a couple thousand years ago, and you, you know, you didn't pull up to the Red Roof Inn or the Holiday Inn, or yeah. you, you didn't have your credit card. I mean, it was, it was somebody stepping up and letting you be part of their home. That's a good point. I appreciate that. And they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. So, so they're not downtown here. You know, they're not downtown Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> These folks are, they, they find themselves are out in a field and in there's shepherds and there's animals and they're trying to stay on top of things and, and uh, you know, they're taking care of these things. And it was in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field. Look at verse 9. And, and lo, the angel of the Lord came unto them and glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. Man, when God shows up, it, it can freak you out. Yeah. And uh, here they are, they're in the fields and... They're realizing that something cool is going to happen. Something awesome is going to happen here. And then an angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. But this shall be a sign to you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly... There was with the mul- an angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were going away from them unto heaven, into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which came to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all they that heard it wondered these things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. So there's a lot going on here, Vince. I mean, right away you go out and uh, uh, here we got Mary and uh, we got Joseph, her earthly husband, and, uh, uh, you know, conceived as a virgin. Here's this lady. They're sent back to the hometown. They're sent back to be taxed. All this, they're ending up out there with the shepherds and these angels come up and, you know, God doesn't show up without some fanfare and the fanfare was heavenly. Oh, yeah. uh, we, we, we never see uh, the earth going crazy. Hey, God's here. You know, no, it was, it was a heavenly thing. And so all this is going on in the background, and, uh, uh, and, a, and a Savior is born, and there's a lot. So, you know, the birth of Christ, a couple things that come to my mind. It, it happened in Bethlehem, their hometown, which the Bible said it was going to, uh, the city of David. It was going to be through the lineage of David, city of David, uh, and uh, they received a proclamation from the angels of good tidings of great joy. Uh, there's some pretty humble circumstances going on here, Vince. Yeah, I, I was something dawned on me that I never really thought about. It's like when the angel came to the shepherds, 
then all of a sudden there's like one angel proclaiming that Christ is born. Then all of a sudden a host of angels. I mean, imagine being seeing that as a, like no wonder why they were scared. They, they didn't just see one; they saw a whole host of angels sitting there, yeah. ready to party. Yeah, <laughs> that that was that was awesome to really think about that. And uh, yeah, I love the part that where he says that you know a savior is born, and uh, that's what uh, Christmas is all about. And that's you know it's just wonderful to to proclaim from the beginning. You know he he's not coming as the king, which the Jews wanted him to be. Yeah, but he came as the savior, as the Messiah, as the Lamb, and uh, born to die. Yeah, and uh, boy, remember that hymn, oh, that song, "Born to Die." Yeah. I think I'll mess you up, man. But any, <laughs> anyway, as we as as I'm looking at this and as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about you know as as Jews, right? So the Jews were wanting this great birth, this great statement, this uh, you know maybe God stilling the earth, maybe you know uh, uh, drums beating from the heavens and things of that nature. But no, just like the Bible claimed, here's this lowly child that's born who's absolutely 100% God and, uh, and in an awesome way, 100% man, brought into this world through Mary, who we believe as we go through colleges and seminaries and stuff, that Mary was pretty young. People got married pretty young back then, especially the ladies. People didn't live a long time. Yeah. Um, and, and all this weight of carrying this child, of uh, being conceived, uh, out of wedlock to, you know, have God plant this child in there without knowing a man. I mean, I don't know. In my mind, all right, I've spent the last day or so thinking about this since I talked to Vince, invited him over to be part of this. And in my mind, I'm thinking about Mary had it pretty tough here. Oh, yeah. I mean, we got to take our American brain out and actually come to the Bible. Come, yeah. Think about what they went through. Yeah. And, you know, they didn't. They were. They were poor. They were. They came. They had nothing. I mean, Jesus, the Bible says that that um, Jesus humbled himself yeah. and, and put on the form of man, and he was born in a humble situation. And yeah. I mean, they had. They had nothing. So, um, and you look on after the story, they had to give um, an offering, and they couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't afford a lamb, so they had. To, um, in Leviticus, they said, if you can't afford a lamb. You can go with a turtle dove or... Um, you were given a couple or, exceptions yeah. and things you could put in. And so, yeah, they had it, they had it tough. They, they were, uh, there was no uh, government subsidies or anything. Yeah, hey, folks, we'll be right back with you. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. Hey, folks, thanks for hanging with us and uh, just finishing up with what Vince was saying here. And uh, we got to make sure for our radio broadcast partners that we go ahead and uh, put a break in there so that they can play the commercials they need to play. So, Vince, when we're thinking about this, here we are. It's Christmas Day. And and you were talking about taking our American brains out, looking at what's really going on, going to the Bible. And I didn't want to stop you on that point there as you went forward. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, growing up in church, you, you always see... Uh, how 
the Christmas story and we, we add things to it. We add the, the wise men. We, we put, you know, Mary and Joseph as these older couple and, uh, you know, with a donkey or, you know, the, the inn and the stables and all these things. We, we just put pieces, put these pieces together when it's, like you said, they were, they were poor. Yeah. They had, they had, I mean, I don't even think they, they couldn't even afford a donkey. So they, Mary had to walk from Nazareth to Bethlehem, pregnant. And I remember going on, um, my wife was pregnant, she, and uh, she was, um, we decided to go on this, uh, this tour, like a, this ghost tour, um, and we had to walk the whole time. And she, would, she had a hard time, she had to stop and sit, and just think of Mary doing that, but in the rough terrains of, of Israel. Now, wait, 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 I gotta go, I gotta go back to this, uh, this ghost tour, brother, and uh, so, so you guys are, are married, obviously, uh, your wife, and you decide you gotta go look for ghosts in Buffalo, I mean, what, tell yeah, us. Yeah, it was a, it was a, <laughs> believe it or not, it was like a church activity, uh, like, a, like a couple's activity, and uh, there's a bunch of legends up in uh, Lackawanna, I think it was, no, I forget where it is, but there's um all these stories and everything. So they we go around and tell you all these stories, and it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> I think they have them down here in Greenville too. Oh, but. I know they do. I I, I just enjoyed that, <laughs> but but I like the thought of uh, uh, of his dear bride being pregnant and and how hard that is. And I I remember we moved at one point. We had to one of the moves that Debbie and I had in the military. Uh, she was there. I mean, she was ready to give birth, and I. I remember how difficult that was, and there were people assigned to her to make her not do things, you know. We had people assigned not to lift things or not. That lasted about three minutes. Oh, yeah. Know? And then the guy assigned is helping carry stuff, you know. And, and he's like, hey, there's no hope here, man. This this isn't going to work. And, uh, wow, yeah. So, so Vince, you know, I, I – thanks. Thanks for – Offering what you did on Christmas, and folks just remembering, you know, the point I wanted to, uh, I wanted Vince and I to get to here, and I think we did, is as you look at this, as Christ came into the world, and uh, uh, just as we came into the world, being born of of a lady, and uh, uh, but he was born of a lady, he was conceived uh, uh, a great lady. She's not deity, she's not God, nothing like that, but but she was chosen among women for being pretty great, being pretty godly, and. Uh, uh, and, and God put this child in her. She had never known a man, and uh, she brings this child into the world, and all those things must have been swamping around in their brain, but here they are. Everything's hard on them, but they made this special day. Without this birthday, Vince, without this birth uh, of a Savior, who's 100% man, 100% God, without this birth, none of us are here talking about being saved today. We're still looking forward. We're, we're still living in some Levitical law or some Old Testament, uh, uh, you know, Pentateuch, looking forward, trying to do the right things, trying to act the right way. And I think this is a good point. So, so Vince, how did you come to know Christ? How did, uh, I mean, here we are on Christmas Day, the greatest gift that you've ever got, the greatest gift I ever got was receiving Christ. Tell us a little bit about your salvation experience. Well, I was about uh, 10 to 12 years old. Um, I forget the age. But I was sitting down in junior church, and, you know, we had the normal Sunday school and the preaching. We had like a lady tell a story, the biblical story. And uh, it just, you know, after growing up my whole life, just hearing hearing the gospel, 
and you always hear it and hear it, and then one day it just kind of clicked, and hey, you know what? I need to get saved. And so we, um, our, the preacher took a bunch of uh, boys out, and, and he was, uh, we, were, we were sitting around in a circle, and he was going through the Romans road. And I remember vividly him going to uh, Romans ten thirteen for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And uh, he, I remember him putting my name in that. For if Vince calls upon the name of the Lord, Vince shall be saved. And so I was like, okay, let's do it. And so I, I knew that's what I had to do. I knew I was a sinner. I knew I had to um, uh, get saved. And um, so I did. I, I trusted Christ as my Savior. And, um, and I didn't feel a big change or anything. I just knew I got saved. In fact, I, I, went, I went back out to, um, to sit in my seat. And uh, my friend Josh was sitting next to me. And he's like, you get saved? I'm like, yep. He's like, oh, cool. <laughs> that was it. And so uh, then I got baptized, and then uh, just um, God just took care of the rest. So, um, yeah, so you're, you're 10, you're 12 years, you're between 10 and 12, you think. Yeah. yeah, somewhere in there. You prayed to receive Christ, and your buddy's like, you're saved, cool. So your buddy was saved. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty great. So then, I mean, there was a time where you, you were baptized, I guess, into the church. and Yeah, I just... Uh, I, didn't, I knew that's next step, so I just walked the aisle, went to my pastor, said, Pastor, I just got saved, I need to get baptized, and went and got baptized. You know, it was just like, it was kind of like, just, I knew the routine, I knew what was yeah. going on, and it wasn't until later in life that I really found out what salvation was about, what, salvation, what the gospel really, the importance of the gospel, and yeah. uh, that, so as a kid, you know, I, I didn't want to go to hell. I wanted to go to heaven, and I knew that the only way to do that is to trust Christ as Savior. Yeah. So do you feel like you were really saved when you were 12 years old? I do. Do you? Yeah. 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 But then later on you were saying, but I learned more about it, and then uh, from there it was really helpful. So I, I think there's some lessons here, though, Vince, good lessons. Uh, I mean, follow the Lord, get saved, and uh, and learn as much as you can. Follow the Lord and and in baptism and obedience, right? We know that baptism didn't save Vince. You know, it was his um, his heart, him accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, believing God's word. That's what saved him. But we know that baptism was a step of obedience that basically shows the whole world that, hey, um, I'm going to follow Christ. And uh, so, I mean, did you get that out of baptism, you think? Get what? Did, understanding what baptism oh. was about. Well, I knew what baptism was, and I was taught what it was, and so I was just like, okay, just following Christ's next step, and then uh, then just kept on doing what I was told. I needed. Doing what you were doing. So you wake up yeah. one day. How old are you when you joined the Marine Corps? I was 22. 22 years old. Now, why'd you join? Uh, well, beforehand, um, I just uh, I dropped out of Bible college because, uh, you know, I was being a knucklehead, and... Um, I was bitter and angry with God, and I had no direction. And it was like Memorial Day. We were sitting at um, Lake Ontario. My grandma looked at me and said, you ever think about joining the service? I'm like, yeah. not really, but, you know, because you asked me, I will. And then <laughs> the next day, I just went online. And I, I requested, with, you know, quotation marks there, uh, information about the Marines. And then the next day, the Marine Corps recruiters are sitting at my door, you know, dragging me out and I'm signing papers, raising my right hand and I'm in the Marines the next day, you know, they, they smell blood in the water and then they'll, they'll go after you. And, uh, so yeah, so it was just, 
out of the blue, just kind of just, okay, you know, just get some information. I didn't really feel a call to go, but I knew I needed some discipline in my life, and so I joined the Marines. Yeah, yeah. So, folks, there's a lot of things that happened uh, to Vincent in his life from joining the Marines that we're going to be covering uh, over the next couple days. So uh, you go away to training. So when do you end up in Afghanistan? I mean, how old are you? When is it? It was uh, married in 2008, daughter born in 2009. I deployed in 2010. Wow, wow. So you want to hear about this deployment and how PTSD visited Vince, what God's done in his life. There's a lot of stories, how we met. But listen, we want to wish you guys the merriest of Christmas. We want to tell you thank you. Uh, thank you for tuning us in. Thank you. There's a lot of things you can tune in on this Christmas day. And I wanted to bring you, Vince. Keep your prayers going for Kevin and his mom and his family. We sure do love you guys. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.